This is a shock podcast. Hello and welcome to the Podball Sportscast, the podcast that wants to wish you good evening. <laughs> Today we have Nicholas John. Good evening, Nicholas. Good evening, Faisal. And Karami Kamil. Good evening, Kam. Good evening, Faisal. What's happening, guys? I am Faisal American and today we have a special guest star, uh, Mizal. Good evening. Good evening. I don't know how I got here, but I decided to play along. <laughs> how do you think we got this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Now, let's start off with the uh, Premier League. Arsenal were held to a one-all draw at Southampton. Uh, the Saints scored a late equaliser to cancel out Granit Xhaka's opener. Uh, Gunners boss Mikel Arteta said they squandered too many chances and they're definitely regretting it now as a uh, Man City uh, continue to breathe down their necks. <sighs> Uh, Arsenal still top the standings as they're only two points ahead of uh, Manchester City, who had a 3-1 win over Brighton. Yeah, I, I agree with Arteta. I think uh, his players squandered too many chances. I think they could have killed the game in the first half. Uh, Jesus had three or four chances. Granit Xhaka had another chance. Uh, it's just the finishing wasn't there, especially for Jesus. But uh, it's still a two-point lead at the top, although it's not enough to help City back for for a longer time. But I think Arteta has needs to be happy, and you should have seen how Southampton players and fans <laughs> celebrated right after the final whistle. It's like they won, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like they won the FA Cup. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, you're, you're right. He should be happy because uh, they've won nine of their eleven games. Uh, So far this mm-hmm. this season, uh, one draw, this this one, and then the defeat to Man United, uh, and it's what you would expect from a title contender, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it, it's pretty much par for the course. Um, f- for the upper, I think Arsenal are doing everything they can and they should be doing. Uh, it's just that City are are not letting up, like you know, City are being City, mm-hmm. yep. you know, and k- keeping the, the the pressure uh close and all that. Uh, but it's interesting because so far this season, we've seen Arsenal play really, really well. And we've spoken a lot about it as well. On the field, they've been fantastic. Now they have to prove that they have the mental strength mm-hmm. to go head-to-head with City in, in what could potentially be a very tight uh, title race. Mm-hmm. No, I think I think um, Arsenal are wasteful to discord <laughs> this. Like yeah, just um, in Karam's <laughs> face, you know, like in your face. No, you 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 squander your chances in the Premier League. You you're you're gonna get bitten back for it, line. I think against City, especially, you've you've got two points between them now. Um, this isn't Man United where you can be neck and neck or something, and somehow you can still win. No, it doesn't work this way. Uh, City have. Uh, I'm only gonna say they have Haaland. That's enough. That's enough to make a difference. So, uh, yeah, they're gonna regret this soon. And another positive note for Arsenal. I'm sorry. Um, Odegaard was brilliant in that match against Southampton. I thought he was, if I can say, scoldsy like <laughs> he was flicking Scolzy. passes and making through balls like nobody's business. So you missed a championship winning Manchester United that match. Eh? <laughs> It's been a while, my <laughs> Do you have anything to say by Roy Keane? Maybe. <laughs> It's just that. It's just. I think Odegaard. Odegaard will be the the catalyst again uh, for Arsenal to to bring them to the next level. 
also um, Tottenham are still in third place despite losing 2-1 to Newcastle who are up to fourth uh, kudos to Newcastle but as for Spurs is this a blip for them or are they just well just being Spurs uh, I, I think yeah they're pretty much just being Spurs, <laughs> just <being> Spurs. <laughs> that seals it that seals it we all agree because okay look Antonio Conte he said this he said that uh, he does not think he has the team to, to to compete on both the Premier League and the Champions League. So and he reckons it'll probably be about two windows before they can actually have a squad that can compete on both fronts and mess it up later on. And mess it up <laughs> later on. So yeah, and and if you look at how they've been performing in the league, they've been a little bit hot and cold. In the Champions League, yeah, they're top top of mm-hmm. their group a little bit better there. But it it kind of goes into what what Conte was saying, you know. So yeah, in other words, doing his Spurs, you know, not living up to the potential. That you know everyone and feels that that they should be that hit close to home for me. <laughs> I don't live up to my expectations, <laughs> and well, my boss tells me. Every day. <laughs> and now Conte is without Kulusevski, if I'm not mistaken. So I think Kulusevski has played a great part uh, in the second half last season for Spurs. He did well. He scored a few goals, a few important goals. So without him and Son, was when was the last time that he scored? And when was the last time that he had a decent game? So it has not been that season yet for Son. Uh, Kane is battling with his contract, I guess, mm-hmm. and recently linked to uh, to Bayern Munich. So for the hundredth time, for the <laughs> so things are not looking good for for Spurs. But hopefully, Conte can can get some players in in the January transfer window and turn this team around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think Conte he has spoken up about this uh, about his lack of uh, performance in the team. He said uh, apparently that. He does not have enough players or enough key players to make sure they are consistent. What What do you guys think about that? I agree with Conte, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> now, Newcastle are in fourth place. Do you think they can keep a hold of the Champions League places? Because we've got the likes of uh, Chelsea and Manchester United uh, chasing them at the back. Uh, Chelsea and United played out a one-all draw. They are in fifth and sixth place, respectively. They have the the chance. I'm, I'm not saying that they have the capability of doing that, but based on the squad that Eddie Howe is... Is it Eddie Howe, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, let's do a double check. Where's the elevator music? I should have put in the elevator music. Yeah, Eddie Howe. Okay, based on what Eddie Howe has been has done at Newcastle, I think it's great. He did not sign any big name players, so it's it's a very natural and progressive way of turning, getting the team to be better. Mm -hmm. So I'm rooting for Newcastle. I think Mm -hmm. they are doing it the natural way, so it's good. Yeah, we haven't seen a Newcastle like this since what Kevin Keegan. <laughs> yeah, it has Keegan. to be Kevin Keegan. Oh no, it was Uncle Bobby. Yes, Uncle Bobby. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby was Bobby did well as well. He did bring you know, Newcastle to to the Champions League. So this was way before Mivzal was born. I was still a an infant. <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully, um, hopefully Newcastle ha- can mm-hmm. have a good run this season. And they've been a surprise package. Mm-hmm. I don't think uh, anyone kind of saw them doing this well. You mm-hmm. know, we we like. Uh, Karam said it's a, sort of like a, a natural, very you know organic way of doing yeah. things, you know, uh, and and that normally takes time. Uh, but but they've they've done pretty well quite quickly, and um, nobody would have seen this coming when their new owners came in because mm-hmm. everyone did not have nice things to say about the new owners, you know, and, and oh, they're trying to buy their way yeah. into success and all that. Uh, but that's xenophobic. Well, yeah. To Manchester <laughs> <City>. <laughs> that is what happened though, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
But but I, at least the club is doing well and the fans are happy. The the the, the performance are great. Mm-hmm. It's not that great, but it's great for if you've seen Newcastle for the last decade. This is the best season yet. It's kind of like City now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're not City yet. So <laughs> yeah. They're still miles away <laughs> from okay, City. So maybe not City under the... Mark Hughes era. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. City under the Taksin era. <laughs> oh. Taksin era City. Okay. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's good, yeah. Okay. Um, Mifzal. Now, um, as we mentioned, Chelsea and Manchester United played a one-all draw. Uh, Jorginho scored a late penalty for Chelsea, but uh, United's Casemiro scored an even later header. Uh, what do you think? Fair result? United should have won. <laughs> if you watch the game, 10 out of 10, they should have won. They they squandered their chances. I, I think minimum, they should have won 2-1. Two, two Mm-hmm. In fact, they should have won two nil. It, it was it was McTominay. He he gave a cheap penalty away. We 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 could have gotten away. We we played well. We were impressive. I was shocked. I almost had a heart attack at the end. <laughs> yeah, but but that, that's Fergie time for you. Right? <laughs> yeah. So I, I I feel like it was a it was a waste. But nevertheless, it was a good game. Okay. Uh, I I wasn't happy with it with the with how United play. It, they they held possession well, but. It seems like they were being Arsenal back in during the Wenger days. You know, they don't want to shoot the ball. This is like pass, 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 pass. So I thought, if you don't shoot, then how are you going to score? And fair enough, Chelsea led the match in the 86 minutes. So. Yeah, it was tiki taka without the taka. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading an article uh, on the internet, and someone brought up this point, and they said, and then this person said that United are doing great, like in, like yeah. we say, no possession wise. But they are lacking a consistent striker mm-hmm. because you've got Rashford. Yeah, Rashford is doing well, okay, but, yeah. but but he's he's the kind of like attacking. He he attacks you with with his pace. Mm-hmm. You know, he 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 needs space. We don't have that. Oh, we yeah, like it's <laughs> we are playing. <laughs> United, <laughs> United doesn't have that that traditional like out and out number nine, nine yeah. style striker. Uh, which, if you look at the goals that they've been scoring, it's been spread out. Yep. You know, a lot of their midfielders, uh, their, their, their wingers and all that have been scoring. They don't have that one player who's like consistently banging the goals, mm. who, who can, you know, do, do it with that United possession, the, the new possession style of play that United are uh, adopting this season. Talking about with, they don't have num- a number nine, they have Cavani for the last two seasons. And what have they done with Cavani? <laughs> Just mostly on the bench. So, and okay, when Cavani was playing as well, they did not even put in a cross for Cavani. Then I was... How is it all goes down to player management and tactics? Man. But don't get me wrong. I really, really like what Ten Hag is doing right now. I think there's a consistency in the yeah. team. We we can see how we know what the, how the team is going to play. But it's it's just the goals now. Mm-hmm. Liverpool's winning streak came to an end. <laughs> uh, they lost one nil to Nottingham Forest. That was me. Uh, <laughs> Face palming like mad. Um, at the end of the table, Leicester. We're not wait, doing wait, the wait, 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 That is the headline right there. <laughs> Everything that I've mentioned in the previous episode <laughs> stands. Right? Uh, just listen back to the Okay, no, no. Ser- on, on a serious note, they they defeated City last week 1-0. Then how? Just How? <laughs> how? Maybe they were still in holiday mode after that. They were still, still hungover or they're preparing for the Champions League. I mean, they've got 
They've uh, they've got a match that they need to get points to qualify for the next stage. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Faisal. To to me, I just I just watched the highlights, but I was shocked that Liverpool, Liverpool, were talking about lost to a club that doesn't even have a sponsor on their shirt. <laughs> Think about that. Burn. <laughs> That's the last we'll see of Mivzal. <laughs> it was great while it lasted. Now, at the end, at the other end of the table, uh, Leicester have given uh, under fire boss Brendan Rogers some breathing space after those wonderful characters hammered uh, Wolves 4 0, which means the Foxes are out of the relegation zone. For now. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Aston Villa's first match since uh, Ger- Steven Gerrard was sacked with 4-0 win over Brentford. Bloody hell, guys. How much did they hit him <laughs> to bounce back so strongly? Nah? I guess they really, really hate him. <laughs> okay, but no, but this is, uh, and this is the res- this result, this kind of result is very, very normal when, you, when a team changes its manager, you know, it's the a fresh mm-hmm. start. New manager bounce. Yes, the new manager bounce. They didn't even oh, get oh, a new oh, manager well, yet. The, okay, the, the, <laughs> the new <laughs> caretaker manager bounce. <laughs> this often happens, but I don't know what Gerard did that pissed the players off, but it was a great, great result for Villa. Uh, they do have Quality players, Coutinho, mm. the only one that I can remember. And Coutinho. And Coutinho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Villa officially announced their new manager, uh, snatching Unai Emery from uh, Villarreal. Good evening. <laughs> Unai won the uh, Europa League and took uh, Villarreal to the uh, Champions League semis in his spell there. Now, this certainly highlights uh, Villa's ambition, doesn't it? Uh, I read one article which said that uh, it's a case of Villa actually failing upwards. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, okay. If, if this is their ambition to do well in Europe, then there's no better manager you can get than Emery because mm. his, his CV just, just, it says it all. You know, he's, yeah. he's got a proven track record in the Europa League. And, um, mm-hmm. it, it, well, in, what, what else is there to say? You know, yeah, he, hope, he's hopefully his, uh, experience with Arsenal, uh, has better prepared him for Premier League life. For life in the Premier League. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The other concern is that we don't know how, how long this bounce from Villa is going to last. <laughs> you know, they could very well revert back to being a struggling side again. Like a certain team. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, how how is he going to cope with that? You know, because Mm-mm. like we've said in in the past, a relegation battle is a is a different beast altogether. It's pretty random actually that Unai Emery accepted Villa because he's got quite a quite a track record, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for that kind of manager to go to Villa, it's it's surprising. But but this is the EPL; anything can happen. Mm-hmm. And who knows? They might actually get into Europe. Yeah, you're right. But again, the the fact that he ditched Villarreal to go to Villa because Villarreal he mm-hmm. led Villarreal to the Europa Cup, yeah. uh, Europa League. Sorry, uh, beating United, and then last season he brought them to the semi semi final of the Champions League for the second time ever. So I don't know what was. I think he's just being paid a lot of money by Villa. Mm-hmm. But but his contract at Villarreal is up next season as well. You know, so you know maybe he has heard something that. Perhaps they don't want to renew, mm. and you know he's thinking of his future. Keep, keep your options open, yeah. kind of thing, lah. 
Uh, happening in midweek is the Champions League. Among others, uh, we have Chelsea, we had Salzburg, Man City travel to Dortmund, Ajax host Liverpool. Uh, Who's that again? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tottenham host Sporting Lisbon. Uh, Barcelona are at home to Bayern Munich. And this is a big one for the Catalans. How is Xavi still there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's he's got the worst record for manager after 50 games, something like that. At but, least in the modern era. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But okay, it's it's definitely a big game. Uh, Barcelona is in the balance of being relegated to the Europa League. Mm-hmm. But they need... if. They want to have any chances to go to the next round. They need to win their last two matches, which is against Bayern and Victoria Pelz, if I'm not mistaken. And it's, hoping that... And hoping that Inter slipped. So mm-hmm. that is a big, big if. I don't think Inter will slip, um, but... I don't think Barca will beat Bayern. <laughs> 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 I mean, can, can, can you see that happening, honestly? No, no. I, I see them winning both matches. I can still see them winning. I still see Barca winning both matches, but I don't see Inter sleeping. Although they are meeting each other in the final <laughs> race. <too. laughs> like Alice in Wonderland, believe in six impossible <laughs> things before breakfast. Uh, I need to read more books. I'm running out of that, that reference is getting old. Um, also, a quick word about the uh, Denmark Open word. Uh, Lizzie Jia fell at the final hurdle after losing to former world number two Xiu Qi in three sets. It was. Okay. I was a bit sad that Zija lost the final, but he did put up a great fight. It was a great, great performance, especially in the first two sets. Uh, he was leading Xiu Qi by by five or six points in the first set. Late in the first set, somehow, some way, Xiu Qi came back. Uh, but the third set was the downfall for Zija. Xiu Qi was. I don't know where did he got his energy from. His all his smashes were on point, and Zija was Zija's return shot was always hitting the net. Nothing else that I can say. I just hope that Zija can win another title in the near future. Mm. Nothing else that Karam can say without getting death threats. <laughs> <laughs> I think honestly, I I think we're I think we as a nation are putting too much press on Zija. Because for one thing, he's still very young. Number two, he's independent, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think all of it doesn't matter whether it's a win or a loss. I think all of these um, are hurdles that you go through at a young age in this in this top tier competition. So honestly, we should we should even see the loss as part of the journey. Towards something bigger in the future for him. Wait, wait, are you talking about Zijia or Liverpool? <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, badminton lovers. Me himself's trying to win your heart. <laughs> uh, the uh, Sepang MotoGP over the weekend saw Francesco Bagnaia taking the checkered flag to go on the verge of winning the world title. Come on, come on, come on. Also, uh, congratulations to Red Bull for winning the Constructors' Championship, ending Mercedes's eight-year streak. Well, that's it for today's episode of the Popball Sportscast. But before we go, I just want to remind you to treat yourself with love, kindness and respect. I hope you are taking care of yourself both physically and mentally. You are awesome, my friends. And we'll see you next time. I am Faisal American. I am Karami Kamil. I'm Nicholas John. And I'm Ivzal Malik. <laughs>